Welcome to ChanCap. These are short episodes where I provide my own insights based on the main topic discussed in my most recent podcast of the week, arming you with more actionable content to help build the career you desire. Now let's begin. A big thank you to Juliana for coming on my podcast and providing her insights and strategies on how you can land a remote job. Now, whether you want to land a remote job or a hybrid job, every job search starts with the fundamentals of having a good, solid resume. So in this episode of ChanCap, I'm going to discuss with you the five essential sections that every resume needs to get more interviews. Now, before we start, it's important to note that your resume should be single column. And the reason why you want it to be a single column resume is it's easy to skim and it's ATS friendly. I've never been a fan of two column resumes as there's a lot of information on it and it's hard to quickly navigate. And as we all know, recruiters don't read resumes, they skim them. And since they are skimming these resumes, they might miss something if the resume isn't clear and clean. And I also wanna emphasize that stay away from creative resumes because unless you are in graphic design or some sort of creative role, Recruiters only care about the content. A fancy design resume that you can find on Canva is not going to tell the recruiter that you're a good accountant or a good project manager. So focus on the words on the page. Now we have gotten that out of the way, let's talk about the five essential sections of a resume. The first section at the top is your contact information, which is your full name. And then below that you have your phone number, email, and your LinkedIn profile link. I think it's important to include your LinkedIn profile link because there's a good chance recruiters who are serious about your candidacy are going to look at your LinkedIn profile to learn more. That's why it's so crucial before you start your job search that your LinkedIn profile is updated to match your resume because if there is any discrepancies, that's going to raise a red flag with the recruiter, increasing your chances of getting rejected. And if you are in more of a technical field, such as data science, then having a GitHub portfolio link is also a good way to showcase your skills that words can't describe. The next section of your resume is the executive summary. This is now replacing the objective statement. The executive summary is a three to four line paragraph giving the recruiter a snapshot of your overall experience. This is where you integrate important keywords in your field and talk about some soft skills that you're known for. The next section is the work experience section. And I've spoken to many recruiters, and this is the main section they focus on as soon as they open your resume. So it's important that you be very detailed and tell a good story with numbers, whether it's dollar amounts or percentages. Having numbers throughout your resume, especially in the work experience section, will really make your resume pop and stand out because a lot of professionals still do not incorporate any or very little numbers in the resume. And then we go into your education. This can be a combination of education and certifications such as bachelor's or master's from a formal education perspective or boot camps from a certification perspective or a post-grad certificate at a school. And then the last section is your skills section. And this is the section where you incorporate all the in-demand keywords that you see in job ads in your field and integrate it at the bottom of your resume to quickly summarize the skill set that you have. A common mistake a lot of professionals make is adding keywords in the skills section at the bottom, but not adding them throughout the resume. For example, if you are in data science and you use Python, but you don't describe you using Python in your work experience and only put at the bottom of your resume as a keyword, 
It looks like you're just adding that keyword into your resume without any context, hoping to pass the ATS. So adding keywords at the bottom is supposed to help reemphasize your skills because you already told the story in your work experience. Now, if you are more of an entry-level professional that may not have a lot of work experience yet, there are a couple additional sections you can use to fill out your resume. The first is leadership experience, which are the volunteer opportunities that you have been involved in, whether it's nonprofit organizations or student clubs. The other section that I use for professionals starting their careers in a new field or if they're a new grad is key projects based on the field that they're trying to get into. For example, if you are trying to get into a data science role, I would carve out a section labeling it data science projects. And then I would list two to three projects, depending on how much room I have, highlighting what was the task, what skills they used, and what was the result of that project. So a leadership slash volunteer section and a key project section are great ways to beef up your resume if you don't have multiple years of experience in your target field. So to quickly summarize how to format a proper resume that gets the attention of recruiters and hiring managers, here it is again. A single column resume, which includes your contact information at the top with your phone number, email, and LinkedIn profile link, an executive summary that is three to four lines highlighting your overall experience. So it gives the recruiter a snapshot of what you can deliver, your professional work experience, which is the most crucial section of any resume, your education, and then your skills section, which are important keywords in the field that you're trying to get into. And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCap. And in next week's episode, I will be speaking to a professional that helps her clients get rid of the Sunday scaries and start loving Monday again. So if you are a listener that gets the Sunday scaries, as in you've been enjoying the weekend, but then Sunday night rolls around and you really don't want to face the next day because you don't like your job and what you're doing, this episode will help you craft a game plan to help pivot you into a job that you'll love and feel more fulfilled. That will be out next Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Again, this is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening. <laughs>